0: ...trying to grow up different. It's almost impossible to make a decent living in Moscow, if you're Russian. On a good day, the ruble is worth less than half a penny. Most state paychecks wouldn't buy a meal at the Moscow Pizza Hut. Production is down in every sphere. Hardly anyone is making anything. But almost everyone is selling something. Physicists quit science and sell computers from the West. Musicians quit music and sell perfume. Teachers quit school and sell books in the subway. Students quit school and sell popcorn and beer. And almost anyone who has the time stands in line at the state stores, buys up the subsidized caviar, cigarettes, shirts, or shoes, and sets up a table for a profitable resale. It's called speculation. It's called a national tragedy. And the youngest of these tragedians are the pepsi kids you can see adults racketing the smaller kids because this kid who sells pepsi has to pay at least 50 rubles a day to an adult boy for this right to sell this pepsi so they're already in this dirty corrupted system of business and that's why i'm so worried about them i don't want the system to ruin them and to kill them because Their experience is different from the experience of the American kids who can come and for five dollars can cut the grass or something. And our kids, they survive in jungles. with all the dirty sides of this jungle. There are these boys, they look about 14. They were practically the first people we met in Russia who seemed to live in the parking lot. They sit on the stoop and talk, stand on the side and smoke, or play cards near the jungle gym a few yards away. No sign of a beard among them, but they have grown-up eyes and they pick out the foreigners. They picked us out, ambled up and asked, did we want the car wash? Did we want to buy some gas? Did we need some help with the groceries? Avoiding eye contact, they offer a fair price, a soft sell. First we said yes to the car washes, then we declined for a while. And after about a week of saying no, we found our tire flattened in the parking lot. We paid one of the kids to fix it. Soon after, we paid for 15 car washes in advance. And now we have a very clean car and no trouble with our tires. These kids earn far more than the average Russian college professor, maybe $100 a month. But when members of the older generation here decry the young, these are the guys they're talking about. Fast buck-making, unproductive, soulless, rudderless Russian youth. Mm -hmm. How old are you? (laughs) Sergey and Roddick, both 15, say they were once threatened by a syndicate of older kids who said they'd come back to hurt them. But they've been waiting since last fall and the older kids never came back. I asked Roddick what he thinks about. Roddick answered that probably he doesn't think at all. And what are you studying? What's your favorite subject? In school? The main thing is to finish, get a diploma. And after, go to business, sell beer, it doesn't matter. Everybody is doing that. Finishing school, selling beer, selling something. Do you look forward to the future? No, just leave. If I see something interesting, I'll go after it. Just the ordinary life everybody lives. But the future doesn't excite you. What future? What future? The future will happen when life here is like life in America or in Japan when we have everything they have. Are you typical? Uh, no. No, I don't think so. And one reason is because I'm here. And why are you here? Because I want to participate in the building of a new Russia instead of chewing American chewing gum. 40 kilometers from Moscow, the Gorbachev Foundation has transformed a former pioneer camp into a special school for teenage Democrats. Hothouse flowers raised in the waning days of perestroika. In the cafeteria, I met three earnest young people who traveled all the way from Orenborg. What does the new Russia that you want to build look like?